Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hi, Gene. Shh, I'm dancing. Oh, this is the quiet dance party. <laughs> Hey, let's do our shameless plug so we can get right on to our guests. Okay, really quick. Ready? Because I'm very yes. excited about the people we have today. And I don't want to hear, I don't want to talk to you a lot. Yeah, uh, Gene That's where he has stuff that you can look at. <laughs> you can give a little more. All right. It's it's not very good stuff, but you can look at it. Yeah. GeneBeretta.com. Books, art. You know, he's, got, he's an award-winning author, illustrator. <sighs> But ignore All right, that. So, <laughs> All right. What else? Real quick. And just go to theberettabrothers.com where you can see everything about the show and you can join the mailing list. You can go to our YouTube page and subscribe. Please do. It helps the yeah. show grow. Oh, and it helps sweating. us bring on guests like we have today. Yes. Uh, I'm sweating like hell. What the, What is it? So am I. What, this show is so hot. We're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's not wait any longer. Let's bring on our first guest who is amazing. Well, our it's my favorite guest. Um, we're uh, we're some old friends. We go back. I uh, wish I could see him more often, but, you know, we all get busy doing things. But phenomenal actor, writer, producer, guy, <laughs> Mr. David Arquette. Oh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Look at you. Are you guys sweating? We are. Oh, you can see it? Was that can from the dance? Was yeah, just... I think. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look, when you're 55 and 60, this creates sweat. I'm a sweat machine. <laughs> I'm shiny. Look how shiny I am. Ooh. Yeah, but you look healthy and young. You look like you're in shape. Oh, Gene, you're in shape, though. I'm not. I'm a horse. David, I just I turned 60 the day after you turned, what, 49? Oh, right. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. I, you I crossed over that. The threshold. Crossed over. Old man this line. The, I don't give a shit phase of life. Oh, that's where <laughs> I... Sorry, I've been But uh, I, I think... Uh, it's a good it's a good time not to care. <laughs> it's, it really is, you know. It, otherwise you're just going to be crying most of the time. I, I think know. like just in tears going, "Why? Why? Why?" I'm just waiting for a UFO to come over and like of course, of course they'd come. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the thing. Nobody is surprised this year. Everything happens. I know. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you look good, man. Thanks, buddy. Things really have been wrestling a little. I, mean, I know up until about six months ago or something. Oh my God! I tell you, you know, we've uh, we've seen the documentary. And we're going to talk about that, but Thank holy you. cow, man, you're just blew me away. I, oh, I mean, I God. I know you're a, an impressive guy, but man, that was crazy what you put yourself Ooh. through. And and I think you you really uh, and it was so emotional too. You know, so I'm an emotional amazing. guy too. <laughs> You're an emotional guy. It's true. <laughs> Step lightly. Oh yeah, but you know it's So, so there's so many different things we could talk about. We talk about your producing, right? We could talk about directing. Could can we just start with some of the like acting stuff? Because I'd love to. Just talk about some of the early things, and yeah. is that all? Are you good with that? Absolutely. You could like a little kind of this is your life kind of thing. Absolutely. I'd love oh, that. Awesome. Well, so, um, so, you know, doing research, you know, I don't know. IMDB isn't always correct, but you know, it lists like you've got what, like 140 credits or something just for acting. I have alone. you playing Rocky Balboa. That's right. <laughs> really? <laughs> we, that was your, that was our favorite role of yours when you played Rocky Balboa. Uh, That's true. it says that. that. And Does that it really somewhere? No. No, okay. no. <laughs> but no, you know what? Um, Parenthood. I had forgotten all about Parenthood, the series. Yeah, there was a one before this last one. Right then, right in ninety. It was my and second job. Was oh, it really? Wow. Yeah, 
it was my second TV job, I guess. But uh, and I, yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to say it because I realized I, my first kind of big gig was in 1990 as well when I did the show Dinosaurs. Um, oh, wow. Uh, but, but, the, but so like Leonardo DiCaprio was in Parenthood, right, with you? Yeah. Who, who else There's was in that? There's some really funny pictures online of me and Leo because I look pretty similar. I mean, I look much younger, but <laughs> yeah. he looks like a child. <laughs> <laughs> he, was like, he was a child. He was He's like right. or something. Is How old were you? Fourth grade? I was probably like 18. Oh, right. Something like that. So was was that done before he did Gilbert Grape and he was that young? Yeah, it was right before all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. So what were you just like, what was it like to be on a, a series? Like where you just, was it your first series? That was my second series. The first show right. I did was The Outsiders, which was also oh. taken from a, a film and book. Um, the book, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool because it was an hour long filmed. So, and we did 13 episodes. So I got a real education in like the camera and cinematic, you know, right. here's your mark and, you know, close, like wide shot, two shot, close up kind of stuff. So I really, yeah. at the end of that, had like a real feeling for, uh, the camera and how it worked. And then yeah. Parenthood was a half hour single camera. So then I had another, you know, time period, like 13 episodes of that. Yep. So after those two, I, I, I had my bearings a little bit about filmmaking. A real training ground, right? Yeah. 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 Really, but, but did you, because so, so stupid. I remember one time, like, uh, one of the actresses, we were just like cutting up and like had the giggles and couldn't stop. And like, you know, there's just, I, I owe apologies <laughs> to a lot of people. But <laughs> I literally was 17, 18. So. Right. But, but you come, you know, you come from a, a acting family, a family event. So were you, had you seen your sisters and your dad? Or did you go on sets before that? So were you familiar in some way to it? Or were you just like, just brand new to it, like you didn't want to think about it until you got a part and then you were in it. Was it something that you always wanted to do? No, it, was, it wasn't something I, I, I loved it as a kid. We always did improv growing up because my dad was really big into improv. Um, but you know, Louis Arquette, like, by the way, sorry, Lewis just have Arquette, to throw him. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Really sweet guy. So great. So great He's actor. In the committee and, and Spolin players and all these really great, like, Trained under uh, 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 Paul Sills and, mm. and just Viola Spolin and all these really, like, you know, the improv original people. So that was, like, really great. I watched him a lot and went to see him perform that and took little kids' oh. classes and always loved that. But when I was, like, a teenager, I was into graffiti and, and, and breakdancing and stuff. And my sister, Rosanna, had become famous. And then Patricia was starting to act, so I was like, ah, forget that. I don't want anything. We were little like graffiti gangster punk rock kids. <laughs> we were just kind of like <laughs> this weird hybrid of Hollywood. Kind of thing. We were out doing like playing Banksy and everything, tagging yeah. stuff. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. And running around. So I wasn't really into it, but then these girls in my high school ran up to me and they're like, so they can't find someone for the school play, The Seventh Son, you should try out for it. So I had to go and I had to try out and I had to sing. Oh, wow. My friends like hid in the back of the thing were making fun of me. But I got <laughs> the part because nobody else wanted it. <laughs> so I, I, I fell in love with it. And I had a great teacher named Ben DeBaldo who really like steered me and like got me out mm. of like, wasting time on the streets as much and i started spending a lot more time in drama and that's where it really kind of lit the love for it in me and gave me enough confidence to get my first job right wow do you um do you remember a guy named mark rocco yeah i love mark rocco he was that was my first film where the day takes you oh, so that was yeah. your first film yeah that was my first film yeah i really love that guy. film his uh -huh. wife his wife Lisa was my dresser on Dinosaurs, oh, so I cool. I got to know them and I I went to um, a screening of it, and I think you were you were probably there, you know. Yeah. Um, but I what a movie! Yeah, man, that movie was something else. I had tried out for the Sean Astin role and hadn't gotten it, but he was gracious enough to to uh, 
cast me in one of the other roles, uh, like a street hustler. Yeah. And um, and Balthazar Getty was a good buddy of mine. And I was dating Alyssa Milano at the time. Oh, and, you were? Oh, right. Yeah. And so she uh, she was gracious enough to be in it as well. But that cast, oh. you, Will Smith, Balthazar Getty. It I was mean, Will Smith's first film, too. Yeah. Oh, it was? Wow. Yeah. Not everybody strikes so big on the first. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you gotta do your time. Yeah. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Billy got Billy had a small part in Rocco's film uh, Murder in the oh. First. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, small. Let me tell you, small. Hey, it went. It went something like small parts. So. <laughs> it went. It went something like this. It went something like this. Uh, I think it's perfect. <laughs> That's good. That was my moment. Kid's good. Kid's good. <laughs> um, but yes, what a sweet guy, man. What a sweet guy yeah, Mark was. Um, so then uh, I'm going to jump to um, Never Been Kissed. Yeah. A lot of people love that movie. That was a big yeah. one. That was is that a, a big, big one? Did people like really start to, or were you already, do you think you were already kind of getting noticed in a big way? And Yeah, I'd... I'd that was a that was one of the bigger movies after that i had done i did this movie called john's that was kind of like a sundance darling that kind of got some eyes on me yeah and uh and then yeah i did uh never been kissed <laughs> that was fun i'd known drew for a long time so that was sweet to be able to work with her player yeah yeah and, uh, yeah it was a fun movie though it was kind of bizarre because a lot like in the film where you know the it's people that are older going back to high school. I was kind of felt that way because I'm with all these younger kids that I'm older. It's just nice. kind of awkward. I'm sitting there in my underwear the whole time, like literally my underwear. And like I didn't right. really wear a you know robe all the time. I was just kind of like it just Hanging became. Out. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I you and oh sorry, Gene. So I was gonna say I saw you and Drew. I was watching the first scream again today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool to uh, to I saw her well, for a second when she was up there, but um, yeah, that was that was another whole like kind of world like whirlwind. Nobody knew it was going to be as mm. successful as it it had become, and it yeah. actually when it first came out wasn't and didn't really take off for a couple weeks, which is kind of unheard of. And then then it's like caught like legs, and then it became like number one for. A Huge. few weeks, so yeah, that was pretty exciting. That was so. Exciting. Do you did you and Drew kind of? Uh, do you think you guys connected in a, I don't know, family lineage of of entertainers kind of thing in any way? Uh, you think that so was funny. that at when all? I, when I was doing uh, Parenthood, I had been working with Ed Begley and uh, Ed Begley Jr. and, and then. Ed Begley Sr. was an actor too, and I'd been watching a few things on him. And then uh, I was at Drew's house. We were all friends, Balthazar Getty, and all of us were all friends. And we're sitting there, and and I'm watching this movie, and it might have been It's a Wonderful Life or something. I'm not sure. And I was like, oh, that's uh, Ed Begley Jr.'s dad. <laughs> and she's like, that's my dad. <laughs> so like John Barrymore or something. I was like, her oh, grandfather. Or her grandfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Ly yeah. Lionel Barrymore, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Well, I mean, just to mention, talk about grandfathers. Can I just share something yeah. real quick? Oh, yeah. Oh, look at you. Wow. Where did you get that? That's the Charlie Weaver bartender. <laughs> I don't know how, like, he got this made. He was very, like, it's a lot like Gene in, in his website. <laughs> if you oh, haven't, that's right. If you haven't visited GeneBeretta.com, but he has all this stuff that, that uh, he had his own kind of stuff, and, and he he had this made, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, like I love them. like cards. Yeah, does it work? Have you tried to put things? Well, in it? so I, I I actually put new batteries in it, but there's it like work. this little <clears throat> wire thing mechanism uh, that needs to be soldered. And now, but when I first got it, he did. He used to pour a yeah. drink. Oh yeah, you know. So he goes like this. He pours a drink. Yeah. Takes it up. He drinks it, 
and then yep. smoke comes out of his ears and his <laughs> you have one of these i do i do yeah. yeah oh you're a big collector talk about collecting oh god too much you now i'm at the point where i'm like oh my gosh not just burn it all <laughs> i just i'm like oh i feel like i want to be a like whatever the opposite of a collector is <laughs> like a hoarder a, <laughs> no, no uh, like a minimalist oh i see right right yeah, yeah. yeah. like <laughs> what do you collect? I love collecting oh gosh i collect um everything clothes a lot of costumes i love awesome clothes um i collect art I collect. Uh, Don't you have like movie hats. seats and stuff? Like, do I you did, have movie yeah. seats? I had movie seats and like Dodger seats and just. I have a drive-in speaker up there. Oh yeah, I had one of those <laughs> at one point. <laughs> I put it on a little stand, and then we wired it so you could actually plug it in. You can do that, yeah, with this yeah. too. Oh yeah. man! But that. so your grandfather Charlie Weaver, right? Your dad Louis Arquette, amazing yeah. actor, was like. I mean, he did like everything on television, didn't he? Get yeah. didn't he like guest star in just about every possible he show did. I can think of in the seventies and eighties? And yeah, he had a reoccurring role on The Waltons. Right, The Waltons. Yeah, yeah he did a bunch yeah. of stuff. One of his and first jobs was Jonathan Winters' like uh, talk show. He he was like oh, a, wow. one of the on on and off kind of. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. And then I your sisters, of course. Waiting for Guffman, I always remember him in that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And then really I got it. Christopher Guest, like, put him in a couple films toward the end of his life. And it was just really, like, a very sweet. John Candy was also one of the really sweet guys. So when you've been around for so long, like, it's just so hard to, like, get a job. <laughs> you know, in general, right. in this business, it's so weird. So when those guys kind of, like, give you their stamp of approval, it's just really kind of a, well, I knew it meant so much to him. I'm really great yeah. those guys for that. I, I actually, with my little research, I noticed that your dad has 140 acting credits. Oh, really? I swear. That's what it, you and your dad both have 140 acting credits. Oh, wow. That, that, that's a little scary. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's like, no, no, no. I can't curse. You can only do 140 <laughs> projects, and then it's curtains. But listen. I was never I'm afraid. Lucky Balboa, so I got one more. <laughs> I'm afraid to tell you, you have 140 yes. credits. You're yeah. done. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but I did get to work with Alexis. Oh, actually, cool. oh, uh, we did. Um, do you remember the um, what was it called? It was the a Surreal Life. Oh yeah. yeah. Pepe was on the Surreal Life. We oh, had so much God. fun. Oh, we had so Alexis much fun together. Right. Oh my God. We had so much fun. Alexis could go. That's what I miss most about Alexis. Is her sense of humor was just <laughs> remarkable. She could make the funniest thing. Like she would watch like infomercials and like you know just foreign language television and just like find the nichiest, kitschiest kind of stuff. Right. We we uh, I think we. I kind of got in trouble because I we were just improvising and having so much fun that they wouldn't let Pepe say certain things. But I was just like, you know, fuck it. I just was. We were just losing. We were cracking up. I had so much fun with her. It was oh, awesome. Cool. I, I don't was... think the audience knew what to do with you because she did like this fake talk show and Pepe was a guest. Yeah. Oh, and the audience was just trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So fun. I think it was her idea too to have Pepe on. I oh, think, cool. I think she asked for a, the Muppets, and she was like, "Oh, yeah, Pepe would be great." I, I, I think I would not be surprised by that. That's exactly yeah. Alexis's style. Do you, um, do you have any favorite Muppet uh, experiences? Well, it's just the first time when I was like, "What do you mean? Like, I can do a Muppet movie?" You know <laughs> what I mean? Because it had like such an impression on me. My dad loved puppets. My grandfather loved puppets. We grew up with puppets. Um, right. And then the Muppet Show was just huge to me. And then, uh, so yeah, when I found out, you know, I, I could, I was going to be in it. I, that was really just a thrill. Just to. I love the, the mechanics of it. Just the all the things that probably make it super hard to film was right. really interesting as like a you know lover of, of puppets and film. So the whole logistical side of 
how it all comes together and yeah. where you needed to be and where we were yeah. and all that stuff. And the mics and the like, right. you know, the, the underground stuff you needed. And yeah. Just all of that was really fun to me. Just you mentioned that you're talking about Muppets from space, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was the first. Really yeah, awesome. first time. Yeah. And then working with Kermit was amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just kind of like one of those super surreal kind of like child moments, like where you just totally feel like for a second in your head, you're like, you know, just a child again and disappear into this world. Yeah, and you're like well, looking I... when they become real, and when you're they are. You guys are so brilliant at what you do. It just makes it like. <laughs> and then just the oh what fun my favorite part was probably doing some of the uh like press we did because then you'd be <laughs> sitting with you guys and like then you'd get the moments of like you know little semi-adulty moments when you know when the cameras weren't filming just like joking around yeah that, that kind of stuff like really your character, so in the Very Merry Moment Christmas, you know, you, you got to spend a lot of time with Kermit. That's what I imagine was a lot of fun that because you were right, you guys were together a lot through that. You're guiding him through the whole thing. Yeah, I, I thought it was really like people didn't expect you, you pulled out this really sweet, endearing character. And I don't think you, you know what I mean? I don't think people were expecting that. You know, I think they were thinking you were going to try and, you know, a lot of um, really great actors will try and. Uh, out in a sense, perform the Muppets or be bigger than the Muppets. And you kind of instinctually kept it simple, which makes it even more real, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, and so I just loved your performance in that. Wow. I thought it was really great. Thank really you. Great, I man. really loved that whole experience. It was so fun. And then yeah. you got to be part of, uh, presenting him with his star on Hollywood Boulevard, which was fun. And I wore a whole green suit. Green. And then yeah. for years after, people would like, look at this dumb guy. Like, he dresses so stupid and be like, green suit with no reference at the fact that I was helping like, with the star on Hollywood Boulevard. The only other person I know that had a green suit like that was Steve, who was performing uh, the Kermit. Awesome. He had one, too. You guys both had the green suits. So that was awesome. Oh, <laughs> right. Cool. Yeah. Was that something oh. you found as as a collector, or did you have it made for the event? No, I had I had that in my closet. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a matter. Oh yeah, it was just a matter of. Oh, I, I buy a lot of vintage clothes. I love wearing dead people's clothing. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. I was like, "Where has this suit been before?" Like, I can feel. I can feel like, you know, who wore that? James Cagney in it, or I can feel like. You know, right. Humphrey Bogart, not them actually wearing it, but that time period. Every once in a while, you find some mints or an old cigarette butt or something. Oh, a handkerchief's the best because then you can wash it off and then add it to the collection. You should invest in like a mortuary. Yeah. What's it, what, uh, I should like what? a mortuary. Invest in a mortuary because then yeah. you can just literally take the clothes. I know. I know. Oh, I but they know. come in it. Or I should just, just like you know put the clothes on all the, all the open caskets. I could dress yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. I got something that's gonna be perfect on you. Hey, <laughs> don't you see what I have for you? Shh. Listen, the family's really upset. They didn't <laughs> think spandex was appropriate. Yeah, Please. they didn't think they didn't think their grandfather should be in a bozo collar. But yeah, fun idea. Oh yeah, Billy. Did you have anything else to cover? Uh, because I'd really like to start talking about this this wrestling documentary. I know. I Can I just mention one last thing? Yeah, because yeah, I thought it was such a cool idea. It's a, something that you do you, when you directed the Tripper, and you screened it at the Hollywood. Well, not screened it, but Forever you did it was the premiere at the Hollywood Cemetery, right? Yeah. Where yeah. did that was it? Just was that just you going? Ah, that would be really cool. How do you get yeah. the Hollywood Cemetery to show a movie? You can rent it. <laughs> they uh, they they screen them during the summertime, so I knew that they had done it before, and so oh, I, I called them up and I asked them. They're really cool guys over there, so they made it really easy and possible. And then we just got some um, like taco trucks and stuff, and and people just put blankets out. It was like one of the coolest things. <laughs> but it was funny because I had found this uh, 
really crazy, like, like kind of weird anti-drug kind of uh, public service announcement or something that Paul Rubens was in. And I was like blown away by it. And I found the film copy and I wanted to surprise him. So I put it at the beginning of the film, uh, the way they did in the old days where they, you know, have a little introduction. I always loved that. But it was like 15, 20 minutes or something. And everybody was like, what have you done? <laughs> like, this is your <laughs> premiere of your movie. And you're like, everyone thinks it's starting. And it's like this 20 minute weird film. And I was like, I loved it though, but I just, I, I don't know. Forget. Some people are like, <laughs> like I, I forgot about that. I remember that. I was like, what is that? And I, cause I knew, you know, oh, yeah. but I was like, oh, what is happening? I thought this was the movie at first, you know? I know. I know. A lot of people did. It was really kind of twisted. I know. I, I still, I don't, I probably would put it at the end of the movie now. But <laughs> <laughs> just because knowing now how big a, Deal like a premiere for people is right. right. Well, I and so people know the Tripper is a uh, it's a horror, a, film. horror film. So yeah, having it at the cemetery was awesome. I love. I wrote it. it with a guy named Joe Harris. Thank you. And uh, yeah. it was crazy. It's a political satire horror film. <laughs> <laughs> you can give this away when you're screening. Oh, amazing! That yeah, awesome. That is so cool. Jack the Tripper. All yeah, right, so Gene, you're anxious. You want to talk about? his awesome right. documentary because of the time should we bring our second guest in to all talk about it together i don't like him i don't like him okay. don't we can edit that out okay you i know, really don't like him right but scream five he's, he's a, yeah i got the mustache for scream five <laughs> and and convenient enough after is movember so i can just leave it oh do a charity thing i'm just saying very okay. good all right, should we bring him on then? I but guess. he's all right if you boo him. He, he likes. Oh, if we boo. All right. If you don't like him. Just lay it on. He's okay. Got it. All right. Do you, David? Do you want to introduce him? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, should I? Well, <laughs> well I get the honor. Okay. He is the most untalented person right. I have ever met. <laughs> yes. Ladies that. and gentlemen, incredible wrestler. Uh. Uh, raconteur, mm. RJ City. Boo! You know it's phenomenal. Is it? That's the most genuine line reading I've ever heard David do, <laughs> which I think is fantastic. Um, I would like to say, Bill, I know how you you had the Charlie Weaver uh, toy thing here, and I wanted to come full circle for you yeah. and make oh. you feel old because I I actually have this. Oh, oh. classic theater. Oh. Man, is that the it the is. You see, there, there on the that's my first. Here. Oh, he's there. Yeah, that's there me. he is. Oh, that man. was my first kind of character that I did for yeah. Muppets after oh, dinosaurs. No. Thanks, I've RJ. Never... It's only ninety years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And Gene, I'm sorry, nobody sent me the Between the Lines book. Unfortunately, oh. so uh. what are you gonna do? David didn't hook me up. I apologize. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But you know that they never put that out digitally. It's only VHS. I've always been looking for it on DVD or something. But oh, the classic theater thing. Yeah, yeah. it's in that well, nice white. Remember these? These were something. This was like opening a book. This was like the encyclopedia right. version of a yeah. VHS. This meant right. something. <laughs> well, did you guys meet on the movie? We should mention just at the start the, no. the documentary out now called "You Can't Kill David Arquette," Cannot. which you have to see. What? Yes. You cannot, you cannot kill cannot. David Arquette. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Even though time may find that statement subjective. <laughs> uh, but wait, wait. I've set myself up for like my eulogy. People are like, uh, well, it seems like you can. Like the, I've set it up for a joke. Right. I'm dead. David, I'll David, be doing it's the 100, eulogy. You have 140 acting credits. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> I, uh, I, me and David started talking. He followed me on Twitter way before the documentary, before I even knew it was like a thing. He was kind of sniffing around the wrestling business. And he was, I tweet a lot of jokes and he would like them, but then he would basically siphon them. He would reply to them, but he would just restate the punchline in his own words. 
<laughs> and that's just is bad etiquette because it's my jokes. Then people go, "Oh, David Arquette said something funny," He's but it funny. was me. Yeah. It was my base. You know, <laughs> I was trying to show you that joke was good, but this is how you should deliver it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. We know we know what a nuanced orator David Arquette. Can <laughs> so anyway, I got really mad. And then uh, Sunday mornings on YouTube, I do a thing where I make coffee in my underwear, which is, this, I guess, a story for another day. But I decided yeah. to have a little fun and, and call him out. And I said, you, you know, you've been replying to my tweets and it's a little offensive. Yeah. And I said, and this clip is in the movie, too. Uh, I thought you overacted in Muppets in Space. <laughs> so I, I take a great offense to uh, your appraisal of his performance, Bill. Well, well, well that I wasn't was, talking that was, about Muppets from Space. Oh, you were talking about yeah, the other I one. Did <laughs> yeah. they were like, let's tone down a little. You know, I, yeah. when, I did exactly what he said in Muppets. Yeah, when when Hulk Hogan is coming off a more realistic cast member than you, it's time to maybe <laughs> turn the knob down a little. <laughs> Actually, Doctor Tucker me? was pretty cool. I thought he was crazy. He was insane. Doctor Tucker was clearly an insane person. So that I, I wasn't worried about the big kind of. I thought it was pretty. Yes, what range he has? Well, <laughs> yeah. You know what this is leading up to? This is leading up to a match, isn't it? Now, you wait guys a are going to call each other out and announce a date, aren't you? Yes. Well, look, if, if we oh, have to gosh. talk about the gray zone, we could talk about the gray zone. We we'll talk about. We we'll talk about right. Talk about some great acting. Huh? Huh? Come on, RJ. It's okay. It's okay. It's not bad. It's ever. What's the matter, RJ? Huh? Oh, look at his. Oh, look at that great acting. He's going to fight you. Yes. I have an issue with you, sir. That's how that works. No, we're here to actually. Me and David wanted to challenge Johnny Fiamma and Sal to a tag team match. Oh, yeah. I think we're like the wrestling equivalent of that so we had this feud that boiled over we were just hurling insults not knowing where it would lead but that's kind of what i do anyway Mm. and then lo and behold he's like hey i'm i'm actually thinking of of doing this and starting to wrestle and of course my first question was why and i asked that repeatedly for two years and even after seeing the film i'm still left with that question (laughs) (laughs) so so when did you start getting into wrestling well what and you're you're from canada right Uh, yes i live in toronto and i don't i love toronto it's very nice it's like a stunt double for new york if you're Uh, driving very fast you're like this is new york but if you pause it you're like this is not new york at all (laughs) uh no i i don't remember never wanting to wrestle it was literally wrestling and the muppet show for me which through the years i've realized are the exact same thing (laughs) there are yes i have to agree with you there are some similarities yes uh, oh, well, so, so is, is yeah. Vince McMahon Kermit or something in a weird way holding everything He's together? Jim Henson. It's a family. <laughs> the son is involved. This is how it works. <laughs> oh, it's all this, and it's also the same where it's like it's a show, but things happen backstage and that right. they expect the show. It's all, and everyone comes out and has kind of their own gimmick and yeah. their own act. And sometimes right. there will be guests. And also it, it's implied that things will always go wrong. Right. Right. There's this yep. impending doom, even in the most fun way possible. You know, <laughs> yeah. none of this will work. Yeah. It's through. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's so, interesting. Just, and we've had fun doing stuff with you guys. I mean, the wrestling and the mop, we've had some fun doing some fun stuff. You know, I always love it. I always love working with I wish we did it more. I think it'd be fun to do some more. I think so. This was the seventies then, right? When you were also getting starting to pay attention to wrestling and like Bruno Sammartino and Bob Backlin and all those people. Well, we're older than them, Gene. (laughs) Well, he's saying seventies, so I don't know. Yes, I I love it. Culturally, we figured out I'm about sixty-two years old. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm happy to talk about all this and not be lost at all. His favorite singers. How about uh, Gorilla Monsoon? Gorilla Monsoon was actually, speaking of Johnny Fiamma, was originally a lounge singer. And his name was Gino Morella. I did not know that, but you know, he lived in Willingboro, New Jersey, <laughs> down the street from our close family friends. And we used to wait to see if he was going to come out. Oh, you my know, that God. Was like, that's so fun. Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> lives down the street. You know, he's I'm on the same shadow. <laughs> that's amazing. And yeah. also, speaking of uh, Dead Man's Clothes, I was listening earlier through the crack in the door of the green room, 
Yeah. David and I have this kind of ongoing gift giving thing. We send each other articles of Jerry Lewis's clothing. <laughs> no uh, way. Yeah. What, what? He, Who has what? Well, David started it and he sent me a jacket that was custom made for Jerry. And on the inside, it says made for Jerry Lewis. It's kind oh. of just like a fall jacket, kind of denim. The inside yeah. is red satin. But when you, it's tailored in such a way that you could feel him yelling at the tailor. <laughs> <laughs> like the pocket is big enough to hold like a little notebook. Like you can uh, feel the specifications, you know? Right, right. What, what, what he, sent, he sent me oh, a like within, uh, orange shirt, but it's like from his big beard. <laughs> Oh yeah. right, the, the 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 telethon later telethon years. <laughs> yes, yeah, he has a nice a nice polo, and I also sent you the that Alfred Dunhill cologne. Allegedly, Jerry liked only one kind of cologne and bought a thousand bottles of it at once, so he could always <laughs> smell like it. So you oh, know, when man. we get to see each other again, David and I are going to have a seance. I I may have to like send. Well, what would I send you though? I had a I had a couple run-ins with Jerry because we did the telethon a few times. Yes, and and I tell you my it blew my mind. I I don't want to waste the time now, but sometime I'll tell you those stories. It were amazing. Just he he yeah. I'll just do a real quick thing. Here's a here's a slice of it. Are you Italian? Yeah. Have a red ice pop. He gave us ice pops to suck on because I was Italian. <laughs> those are the old show business rules. Apparently. I'm telling you, it was bizarre. We sat and we talked. It was this really weird exchange, but I loved every minute of it. It was it was like watching every impersonation you've ever seen of Jerry Lewis, you know, all at once. It was, yes. it was phenomenal. Oh, it was I phenomenal. just heard, I just read something on Reddit that said uh, Audrey Hepburn used to do a great Jerry Lewis impression. But Jerry then made it very public that it was he loved it at first, but then made it very public that it was getting <laughs> tired. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> she went too far. She, she did it too often. <laughs> he wants to, to yes. segue back to the doc. Jerry Lewis is an inspiration for me when I wrestle, and and what an asshole he could be. Right. And what an asshole I was. Um, it. Right. Both the dark to everyone side. I meet and specifically to David, which and has been I one of the great joys him. of my life. When I introduced him and said, he's the most talentless person I've ever met. <laughs> That's what he says about me every ah. time we wrestle together. And he gets right up in my face and he says it's so close. And I swear, I have to stop myself from actually, because <laughs> he's so good at it that he... He means it. I know he means it. Wow. Okay, so, 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 so who's Johnny and who's Sal? Sorry, Gene. Yeah. I, I guess I, I guess I would be Johnny, yeah. right? I think so. David yeah. has that monkey as David combs his hair. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that answered the question. Perfect. Never mind. I think we got it. Oh, he's yeah. getting the flip with the hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sal used to go like this to make his hair go forward. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go. David, David <laughs> just got whiplash now. I do. I have permanent whiplash from from uh, who Jerry. Uh, I can't. Jerry Lawler. Lawler. Uh, yeah. Yes. We got to But so let's uh, anchor back to the film we're talking about because this documentary is about a period in your life not too long ago. Right? Yeah. Well, twenty years ago, I'd won the WCW championship. And, right. Uh, People were upset about that, promotion. Right? Yeah, it was a promotion for a movie, Ready to Rumble, I was doing. That was all about wrestling. And, you know, WCW was owned by Warner Brothers, so it was this kind of thing. But the fans went crazy, and they hated me for 20 years. So uh, I wanted to come back and, and sort of, you know, train just a story of redemption to win back their sort of uh, acceptance. Yeah, and was it, it was it some was it something that was kind of like gnawing at you? Like, to, did was. you feel like you owed something back? Was it that no, kind had, of feeling? I had a, a really bad reaction to a stress test, and I had two stents put in my heart, and I was like really mm. freaked out. Mm. But when I was coming out of it, and and even going into it, and probably in like twilight, I thought about wrestling a ton. <laughs> it's so weird. I'd like thought about all the things in my life, my kids, my family, what I've done in my life, and then wrestling. It was so then that just told me that's still something that's really been bugging me. 
What mm. I learned through the whole experience was that I'd just been beating myself up my whole life. And it was kind of like, there's something about this movie where it captures that. And I had to like, uh, just have more self-confidence and, and be kinder to myself, believe in myself. I had to stop doing what they were doing to me for 20 years to myself. And that's really right. what the whole journey of the movie ended up being. Right. And meeting RJ and having this new <laughs> friendship. And yeah. so you go off to, and you get, and you train with professionals. And it, you know, I have to tell you, I would, it was painful to watch in a good way, because I think the difference is, you know, when you're introduced to a wrestler and you only know them as a wrestler, it's, it's not as personal, but knowing you from other things first made it feel like, you know, you're a friend or a relative or somebody you would know more intimately. So every time you're getting hurt and you're going through things that maybe mm. we could go through ourselves, it makes it that much more uh, dramatic. And yeah. you, you go, you know, there's nothing you hold back on. You're oh, getting everything and flipped everywhere. And, and oh, yeah. you, at the end of the fights, you're just, you're bloody and cut. No, it's, it's crazy. I did something called the death match, which is not sort of a lot of like certain people in the wrestling community look at it as kind of not respectable wrestling. It's kind of hard edge, crazy. It's kind of punk right. rock wrestling, really. Mm. It's the one. Why? why what? Go ahead. Sorry, I, I was just gonna say, RJ, where? How did you feel about him doing that? I told him so. There's there's two instances. One where he's in the backyard, and then later uh, when when he does it in L.A. and and both times I think I sternly uh, warned him against it. Also because there's just a high margin of error there is in mm. wrestling. Period. I mean, right. I tried to take care of him in our match, and I gave him a black eye. It's right. dangerous. So when you're involving, I don't even want to say props because they're not props. Uh, wrestling, the wrestling world has not figured out that Hollywood makes props yet. <laughs> that has yeah. not dawned on them. It's real stuff, and it's unpredictable stuff, and things mm. can go wrong. And um, as you can see in David's case, they certainly yeah. did. Oh the rest God. of the tubes getting smashed over your head. and Yeah, well, I said I was all right with the tube, light tube, but then they came out and they're four taped together. It's like it's taken on this whole new like level of intensity. So oh my God. there were a lot of crazy <clears throat> stuff. That we I... know, talk about like some really hard wrestling. Gene, do you want to show them our, our clip of uh, – <laughs> sure. we just want to show you some really intense oh, stuff. Please. This goes back a little bit. This is oh, back in from the seventies. Stop it! There's no sound. It's so old. Oh, I love it. Super eight. Yeah, this was oh, no. early Vince McMahon. Yes. Um, yes. There's Billy on the left. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, amazing. Gosh, this is so great. Now we Gene, built this in my basement. Gene oh, made all god. the he made all the characters in the back as the audience, and he made the ring. You and were we, before the whole COVID thing. They have those. <laughs> the, <laughs> that's the actual audience now. Look so at that belt, RJ. Can I get yeah, a I know, pair of those shorts? Uh, I, know. I know RJ's jealous of that belt. Too. Oh, yeah. love it. If you want to Come call on, this. Look at this. I love it. It's a nice Irish whip. He takes oh. a, a front buckle there and yep. always oh. grabbed him by the hair. He gave him a left. I didn't oh. know he was a sassy. Here's Dean. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. A head scissors. Look wow. out. Look, oh. A bad body slam at all. <laughs> I like how you ran backwards oh into gosh. the ropes. Huh? Right? Look how he bounces right off. This oh. is tremendous. Who's Didn't expect that. Oh, that's Who's our friend that? Robert. Oh, did he go on to wrestle this guy? You don't know his you don't know his <laughs> career? <laughs> Look at this one. Look. Oh, oh. I it's much. funny. The the strength uh, seems to come from the highness of the socks. <laughs> <laughs> What's this one called where they That's jam the shoulder? Uh, the, the shoulder shorts. breaker. It's, ah, it's pretty bluntly named. I see. And then oh. I think here's the last move coming up, which was just, That's it just really ended the match, move. but it was just a. Yeah. That's yeah. oh. easy. Huh? That, wow. a nice that casual was fantastic. Show. That was so <laughs> good. Way, I love that. Oh, that was, that was, we were in our, well, I guess I was in maybe 15 or something, 16 at the most. And Billy was, you had to younger. be. Yeah, you had to be younger than that. that Man, anyway, but that's the thing. We used to watch, we loved watching wrestling, you know. It was, yeah. 
a big thing and superstar Billy Graham and you know yeah. all those yeah. Andre the Giant man Jimmy some of the old favorites who are all really human Muppets. <laughs> That's right, Bruno San Martino. Yes. Yeah. You know oh, George the Animal Steel. I mean the original George. <laughs> George the Animal Steel. And then well, and you both were in uh, and Hulk Hogan was in uh, Muppets from Space. You both were in that, David. You and the Hulk. The, the uh, most surreal thing in that in your documentary, I, I, my jaw was dropping the whole time. Just. Uh, in, you went to Mexico to train, and what they do there at intersections, busy intersections, when the cars are stopped at the light, they go out and they have wrestling matches for change. <laughs> <laughs> so wild. How do you not get killed and run over? But it's it's right in the center, and everybody's getting flipped onto the concrete, and then they're asking. Is that a normal change. thing? Do they do that a lot? Is that just yeah, something they thought would be fun to do? As no, these guys of... have been doing it since they were kids, and they're actually oh. like some of the highest uh, luchadors in Mexico who still do it for extra money, and also wow. because they love it and they love wrestling, and and they uh. But at night, they're in like the biggest arena in Tijuana, putting on a, a legitimate lucha show. But wow. they do it there. I had no idea like what was going on, and I certainly didn't know I was supposed to yeah. participate. Do it. Right. So, uh, it was pretty. It was surreal to say the least. They were. I was so in awe of what these guys do. They're literally like the best wrestlers in the in the movie. They're just so talented. Yeah. Lucho Libre. You won them over. You you know, at first you could see them giving you oh, this Americano, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. celebrity and all that. But I think I won the guys I was with, the luchadors that I was training with, but the two two guys on the street, I'm, I'm not sure they were fit. Like, I, <laughs> I did like a full Nelson or something like, and like I hurt the guy's knee or something. Oh, I, no. Nothing was planned. I, did, I hadn't really been training yet. So it was <laughs> right. thing. I was like, okay, you want me to do something? And I just kind of did what a res like if you were to actually kind of try to wrestle somebody. Yeah. But how long do you have? Like the traffic lights change. So how long do you have? Yeah. Or do they just wait for you to finish? No, no, you have just as long as the, the light changes <laughs> and you, they do start moving if you don't. Yeah. Is, um, so, you know, in films, we shoot things all out of order. Did, was this a natural, pro did you shoot it in kind of a natural progression of things or were you, did you find yourself in situations that like you were just saying, you weren't really prepared to be doing the street fighting. Was that early on in shooting or was that yeah. just. That was really early on in shooting. Right, yeah, right. It all happened in, in sort of the, the right. We wanted to start at the bottom and not the bottom, but backyard wrestling and then luchadors. And then I knew I was going to wrestle RJ. And then right. I wanted personally, wasn't even really part of the documentary to <clears throat> go on the independent circuit because I wanted to get up to speed and really know what I was doing. And yeah, you know, they were just like, you do that one, that one with RJ, and then you'll have a final match. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I want to actually do this. I want to learn, and I want to wrestle for a while. And right, I don't think right. he knew. I don't think we knew. Like, we knew what the beginning was, but I don't think he knew when he was going to end. Because when he does our match, he already has three fractured ribs. So I'm going into the match thinking, you know what? This may be it for him. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I would take I, some I time off after this. Kind of it for me too. That's I, how I, you I, feel. I was going to come back. I, yeah, throughout it, we're all just worried about your health because they, <laughs> your family, keep talking about your health, and you're always waiting for something to happen. Um, yeah, yeah. I how would, did how did Coco feel? I know we see some of it, but yeah. what was Coco going through all that? She Freaking was cool. Out. I mean, she was freaked out a little, but she, you know, anything not to embarrass a 16-year-old daughter, you know what I mean? And she actually was, like, really cool about it, and she's shown the movie to her friends, and she's like, oh, right. I think she's kind of proud of it. So Good. that, like, was the, the best gift of all. Yeah. But I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I, well, I know time is short. Is yes. there anything? Uh, you have Scream 5 coming up eventually, right? You're I still – wrapped or is that no still... i leave on monday for it just uh, a few days and i have oh. this mustache he's got the full dewey right yeah, rj dewey. yeah and it's a full dew it's I morning know. dew 
<laughs> I probably will have to trim it down a little, but I wanted to leave these little gray. Oh, yeah, you got gray tips. A little gray, how you doing? You got beautiful little gray, little gray tips. tips. <laughs> little gray tips. <laughs> you got Although I got great tips here. Hey, you got the great tip too. I, got I know it's so tips. funny, like where the gray comes. Like I have this thing, little. Uh, what's the guy's name from uh, That's Incredible? Do you remember uh, that show? You don't incredible. remember that show, do you? George RJ? Hamilton. No, there was a, a a TV show called That's Incredible, and there was this one guy. Who was? Didn't Tony Sharipa have the white ring? Mm. One of these guys had one, but I got a nice streak. Even a Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> yeah. By the John way, Davidson? my spirit animal, Bevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how I feel. I literally—that's me and my wife. Mademoiselle. <laughs> it's my whole life. It's been Pepe uh, Le Pew. And, and RJ, what? Yeah. What's the name of this this YouTube show where you're you're making coffee in your underwear? Do you want it's to tell everybody? Also bluntly titled, it's RJ makes coffee in his underwear. 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Sundays on my YouTube. Just just Google RJ City and a bunch of weird things will come up. And I'm making a documentary called I'm Pretty Sure You Could Kill RJ City. <laughs> you, should. you should. Why don't you do that? Just me avoiding doing things for 90 minutes? I think that would be a great idea. All right. So remember, awesome. you, you've got to see this documentary called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. And you've got to go see RJ in his underwear making coffee. <laughs> and, he, you, and it's on Sunday, so you can do it before or after church, right? Yes. It's a <laughs> yeah. nice chaser. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Well, thank well, you so much. Hey, it's you, really man. been a pleasure having you both. Thank, thank you. you so much. It really, it's great to see you, Davey. You too, buddy. All right. Thanks. You guys take care. Thank you so much. All right. <gasps> that was cool. Good guys. Good guys. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, well, I uh, I enjoyed that. Now I'm all set to uh, train and and uh, let's wrestle. Back in Come the on. ring. Come on. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to the BarrettaBrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A Brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.